The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by UnityVillage.org. Songwriter Karen Drucker returns to Unity Village with A Woman's Time Out Retreat, September 19th to 22nd. Learn more at UnityVillage.org forward slash events calendar. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Worcester. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Worcester, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. And today, I have my lovely guest and colleague who I have on once a month for the Tarot Hour, Anne Hentz. And Anne Hentz has more than 30 years of experience with reading Tarot. And our friend John Holland dubbed her the Tarot Master. <laughs> so I, I think it's the perfect uh, perfect title for you, Anne. So welcome to the program again, Anne. Thanks, Laura. As always, I love being here. So much fun. I learned so much. So um, as always, you always pull cards for everybody who's listening. And like you said, it doesn't really matter if you listen to this on the archives on mindbodyspirit.fm or if you're listening here live in the room. But uh, it, it, it depends on when it's just trust synchronicity, trust that you'll hear it when you're supposed to hear it. So let's see, what do you have for our listeners today? All righty. Um, yeah, and, and what you're saying is, is very true. These are cards specifically for people who will are listening now and um, also to the people who will listen to the archives. <clears throat> you know, I pull cards for Tarot Tuesday. I pull cards from my website for the month. But these are specifically drawn with intention for um, our listeners here. So... Um, Think about the cards and how they might apply to you over the coming few weeks. And as always, I like to use different tarot decks um, just to spark your curiosity about the, the different imagery that's out there and to encourage you to try new decks. I can't say it often enough. When you use unfamiliar decks, you'll learn to see each card a bit differently. That happened to me um, yesterday when I was pulling cards for today using this uh, Tower of the Owls deck. And I thought, wow, how cool. We never ever stop learning new things. It's great. So um, hopefully you are able to look at these cards. They're absolutely adorable. I love this deck. Uh, this is the Tarot of the Owls by Pamela Chen and Elizabeth Alba. As you'd expect, all of the characters in this deck are owls. Um, a group of owls is called a parliament. And in the book, it describes the various suits as a parliament of the wands, a parliament of the swords, and so on. This is a weight clone um, done in vibrant colors. I just love them. And the owls in each suit have their own suit-related colors. The wands have a reddish tone, the cups have a, a pinkish purple tone, and so on. Okay, so um, as Laura said, you can see them on my Instagram at Anhans Tarot and Facebook, Anhans Connect with Spirit. So our two cards, Five of Cups and King of Wands. Five of Cups. So in this card, the owl was entrusted with keeping five filled cups safe. But you can see that three of them have spilled. 
the owl is saddened by this and feels like a failure, feels the loss of those cups. But all she needs to do is look up and see that she's right next to a river that she can use to refill those cups. And that is sort of a, a, a bit of information that I learned specifically from this deck. They pointed to the fact that the cups can be refilled, not really lost. So, okay, other deck, other deck, other card is the King of Wands. The King of Wands is a charming leader full of passion, energy, and drive. He doesn't stop until he's achieved his goals. And this is, this is in fact the way the two cards were pulled. Notice how he seems to be looking at the owl in the Five of Cups. He seems to be telling her to straighten up and do something about those spilled cups. So what do these cards mean for you over the next few weeks? <laughs> kind of what the uh, King of Wands just said. The reminder to not dwell on what has been lost or what's not going your way. When you find yourself in this situation, Feel that owl king of wands behind you, urging you to straighten up and do something. Find a solution. Look for that river nearby and fill those cups again. And remember the law of attraction too. If you're very busy sitting in the energy of the five of cups being sad and oh spilled and oh darn and er, er, er. <laughs> law of attraction, that's what you're going to attract more to you. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't want that. You want to be more like the king of wands. Woohoo! Kick butt. Here we go. Straight up. <laughs> right. That's not to say we can't, you know, you can't feel those moments, right? We all have those moments. You're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I can move forward today. I don't want to get out of bed, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, have those moments and then, okay, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and like, let's go. Just like the king of wands is saying, okay, have uh, your moment. Have your moment. <laughs> And then move forward. Yeah, because it's true. I mean, we need to acknowledge when yes. we're sad. We need to acknowledge when things haven't gone the way we want them to. We, you know, we're human beings. But we acknowledge and then we move on. Exactly. Yeah. So good. Cool. I love, it. I love these cards. They're so beautiful. They they really are. Um, I've I've been using them lately at now see me, I'm picking up the deck here because now I want to look at the pictures. I forget. Oh no, I've been using these. Since I got them, I've been using them uh, to work with daily, and they're just, just lovely, just lovely. The owls really speak to me, at least. But I think if if someone gets this deck, the owls will probably speak to them as well. Okay, tarot tip now. Yes, let's do the tarot tip. So anybody who has a tarot deck, or you just started working with them, or maybe you've been using them for a long time, uh, there's always something new to learn about your tarot deck. So, so Anne offers us um, a monthly tip to use with our decks. Okay, and so this tarot tip is positive versus negative messages. In my classes, we often work with this. So positive versus negative messages. Based on the imagery, we tend to think of cards as either good or bad, and I put those words in quotes. But the fact is, you need to be able to interpret all cards in both ways. Because if you're using a spread, there's often a challenge position or maybe a guidance position. So what if you get a so-called good card in the challenge position? And what if you get a so-called bad card in the guidance position? You need to be able to read all cards in either of those positions. So let's use today's cards as examples. 
the five of cups would appear to be a negative card. So sad, uh, cups are spilled, poor me. So if we find this card showing up in a challenge position, then sure, we're going to say, you know, it's, it's possible that there might be some loss involved, um, et cetera. We focus on the fact that the cards are, the cups are spilled. But if it shows up in a guidance position, you might say, well, how can I, that be a guidance card? I don't want to be sad. I don't want to have my cups spilled. No, in a guidance position, it's sort of like what the King of Wands told this owl. As guidance, stop feeling sad about your loss and do something about it. Look at the cups you still have left. It's a reminder to put your focus on what you want more of, not on what you've lost. So if we look at the King of Wands, this would appear to be a positive card. Um, so we'll look at the guidance first. As guidance, the King of Wands is saying, be strong, be confident, go after your dreams and encourage and help others to do the same. But if it shows up in the challenge position, hmm, then we might say, huh, am I being too forceful in trying to encourage others to move forward? Am I being pushy? Am I not taking into account their personality and life situation? So, you know, King of Wands is a good card, but if it's a challenge, um, you might even say, turn it on yourself as a challenge. The King of Wands might be, am I, am I li not living up to my potential? Am I just sitting around instead of, you know, taking that wand and taking my, my pet lizard, which I find is very attractive on this card and, you know, going forward and doing things. So my tarot tip is to practice seeing both aspects of all the cards. You know, maybe every day pull a couple of cards and look for both their guidance message and their challenge message. I think that it will um, be very helpful for you. And that's that. That's an awesome tip. Yeah, because I do find it's very confusing for people. They go, what does that mean if this is, you know, the, to see the positive and negative mm -hmm. of, of each card? Um, it can be challenging for people to see that sometimes. Great. And and Dana just messaged. She said, so Dana said, these cards are so fitting for me right now. So oh, wonderful. Good, good Dana. And I'm waving at you, Dana. Hi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I know. Dana. Dana. And Hi. actually, while we're here, I'm waving at a couple of other people that are also here who are in my classes. Hi, guys. Oh, wonderful. And just a, that's a great segue into just you know, anybody who's listening who would like to learn more about Tarot and always has great classes ongoing, either an ongoing practice class or an informative class, um, Tarot Basics 1, Tarot Basics 2, she'll do off and on. Um, also, uh, like monthly monthly practice classes as well. And I'm sure everybody who's here in our in the um, in the live broadcast right now who takes her classes can attest to her um, her skills as a teacher. I, mean, I know that for sure because everybody raves about Anne in her classes and how much they learn from mm -hmm. you. <laughs> so we have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know how they couldn't. We have some wonderful questions here in the live broadcast that the listeners have submitted um, for readings. So we're going to put this all into practice. And as always, as we do readings and we'll describe what she's seeing on her cards and we can learn while she's actually reading for somebody. 
See, and Dana says, yes, Anne's classes are incredible. We learn so much and have a lot of fun. Love the classes and Anne, exclamation point. (laughs) Okay, so let's go to Gloria first. And um, let's see, she asks, I'm considering retirement and she's still on the fence, but really wants to. What do her cards say? All righty, Gloria. So let's pull some cards for you. And Anne, if you would, if it helps to bring her up, and we can talk to her. That's totally fine. We'll see what you would like to do. Well, I think that these, unless she has something to add, I'll just grab these cards. Are you using the, the uh, owl cards? Um, for this one, I felt like using the light seer. I just go wherever my hand hovers. Very good. Still on the fence. Okay, so you know you're going to retire eventually, Gloria. It's just a matter of when, maybe, maybe you're thinking about timing or what to focus on before you do that uh, let's see yeah you why don't we bring her up in case she has anything to add to this sure okay all right Gloria we're going to bring you up hi hi welcome to the program thanks for thanks for listening and thanks for being here well thank you for having us uh yes I am on the fence I'm you know like well past my retirement age and I really want to sort of enjoy life outside of the job but it's you know you're so um stuck in will I be able to manage without my job Mm -hmm. okay so do you mean financially or socially or Well, I don't, I think more financially because socially, I don't really have a problem, you know, too much with that um, because I would, you know, like I, I, of course, a lot of my friends have retired and moved away and that's part of it. I would like to be able to just pick up and go see my, you know, people when I want to. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a husband that I have to take care of. That's part of it, you know, the medical end of it. So I think it's more the financial end and yeah. Okay. Just not having that extra. Yes. Yeah. It's always nice that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So what, what I'm seeing here, um, I have the seven of pentacles in the center. And so this as our focus card is seven of pentacles is a card of assessment and evaluation. And it feels like there may still be a little more, more details to be worked out, but the other cards are showing Eight of Cups. It shows you walking away, you know, leaving, retiring. Page of Cups shows great joy is on the other side of um, this retirement. And top left and top right, Ace of Pentacles and Three of Pentacles. This makes me feel like you may wind up <laughs> getting another job, but a nice one, a simple one. But the Ace of Pentacles is about new income, potential for new income. And the Three of Pentacles uh, across from it is working with other people towards you know, some common goal. So I think more assessment of your situation is called for, but the cards certainly with the Eight of Cups and the Page of Cups suggest, yes, finally saying, okay, we're gonna be good. I'm out of here. This feels great. And, oh, look, I think I might like to do this as, say, a part-time job or or something. But Ace of Pentacles and Three of Pentacles makes me think that you may wind up um, getting an additional source of income. That sounds about right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm. 
that okay. I should do to, you know, like to, uh, so I wouldn't be so concerned about it. So right. if I knew, if I walked away from something that was full-time, but just picked up something part-time that I liked, or even, even, you know, like in a place where I am all the time, like my tennis club, if I did something there, you know, and yeah. just mm -hmm. enough, it, it satisfies two things, your social and the extra income that you are afraid you're losing. Mm. Right, right, right. Well, good. Well, I like those cards. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm, I'm leaning in the right direction then. Sounds like it. Very well, good. Thank you so much. Well, congratulations on your upcoming retirement, Gloria. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. Thanks for being here. You too. Thank Take you. Bye-bye. I like that one. I love when it aligns with what people already are leaning towards intuitively. That's mm -hmm. fabulous. Okay. So Kat asked, uh, I would love a card read for a recent work situation. I have been working with a team on two projects and things seem very stagnant despite the promise. I would love to know about the future of these projects and this team. Hmm. Okay. I'm assuming that the team is the same team on both projects. I'm, I'm assuming the way it's written here. It sounds like it. Should we just talk to her? Yes. Or him. Hello. Hello. Hi. 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 Welcome to the, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. It was funny. I was starting to type. Yes, it is the same team. Um, uh, they're similar projects, and we've actually been working together for the past few years. And I'd say just in the last few weeks, um, things just really seem to have taken a turn. Oh, I guess the promise and enthusiasm that was there just doesn't seem to be. And I'm, I guess, wanting to consider whether or not to change up or to continue pursuing this or maybe just put it aside for a bit. Um, yeah, just trying to get a sense of, of what you might be feeling for this. And when you say uh, continue with it or put it aside, are you in charge of the team? No, I am not. Um, actually, I'm, you know, it's, it's, I'll proudly say it's a team of absolute geniuses and I am not one of those. Um, so I feel very, I feel very thankful to be included uh, in the team. I've always been treated with value. Um, I am not the leader uh, and it's possible that the project, projects would go on without me. So I guess I'm, you know, wondering about that also. Hmm. Okay. So is this an all or nothing thing, either both projects move forward or um no I mean I don't I guess I it's the one is not contingent upon the other but I think I guess I feel that if one project goes cold it would seem that you know the entire team has gone but maybe that's something you can feel out also um yeah yeah okay great let's let's see what Anne has in her cards I'm also pulling cards as my, myself so let's see where this goes and I'm finding this so interesting yeah um, so two projects I pulled three cards for each project and they couldn't be more different and yeah I don't know which is which I'll leave that up to you um Kat but one project queen of wands is on top queen of wands as my students know is my kick butt queen I just love her she um inspires enthusiasm and she's just wonderful um and sitting underneath our queen is the ace of swords and the ace of wands aces are about potential and 
these three cards are suggesting to me that someone who has queen of wands energy or will will be willing to don the cloak of the queen of wands will be able to bring the potential of new ideas that would be the ace of swords and new enthusiasm that would be the ace of wands to this project so it feels like with a little bit of stirring up and new ideas one of these projects has great potential for you know renewing itself and, and charging ahead the other one oh my goodness the cards are so different in place of the, the queen of wands uh, our top card is the Ten of Swords. This is the drama card. This is the, oh my God, this is the, oh, I'm so dead. Um, so kind of heavy energy, mental energy, mind you, mental energy. Sitting below our Ten of Swords, we have the Eight of Swords. This is, this is mental energy of feeling blocked. Can't do it, can't move, can't go anywhere, stuck. And sitting next to that stuck energy of the mental energy of the Eight of Swords is our Eight of Cups, which is just a walking away from and abandoning, leaving behind those cups that are still perfectly good cups, but it feels like the energy um, has come to a, a standstill mentally with the other project. Any idea which is which? Not exactly. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'll 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 I guess sit with that for a bit because I can see applications to both actually. Okay, and that's not to say that the Queen of Wands, who is sitting on top of the um, the first project's two other cards, you know, if I slide her card over, and this is doing a little bit of tarot card magic, we reassign and rearrange the cards that were given to turn them into a, a bit of magic, a bit of affirmation. If I slide that queen of wands over to the other project that seems to be so still, she may be very well be able to kick that other project into gear as well. All right, so I did that and I pulled two more cards and um, High Priestess and the Wheel of Fortune. This feels more like for that other project, High Priestess needs to sit and intuit what might be the, the mental stagnation of this project and be able to kick it into gear with the Wheel of Fortune. So maybe you can take on the role of the Queen and the High Priestess. Interestingly, there, there, um, there are one of the projects I actually um, uh, sent the team some up some news that that they reacted positively towards so that could be that sort of impetus right there hmm, good excellent fantastic yeah because i wasn't seeing it i wasn't seeing these projects being shelved necessarily um i can see this uh stagnation there but it's it's more of like a re um a regrouping of sorts or a re uh recommitment in some way um I just I was just getting the sense that there were not that the, that the people in your group are not um they don't they're not they don't have the work ethic that's not what I'm seeing here I'm seeing actually it's all there it's just that there's just a sense of um not, I don't know if it's just a lack of direction or momentum that they just not feeling it and 
and by like sometimes it can only take one or two things or two you know two small things that can just shift the whole thing back into gear again so um that's kind of what i'm seeing here is just sort of a pause and then things sort of re just much like what what ann was talking about um shift, you know things shifting around a bit and then think and the momentum picking up again interesting yeah so i don't i don't see it's i don't see this being shelved yet but just temporarily anyways at this point Wonderful. Thank you. You know, um, I think the reading is really helping me to see that I think some of the stagnation was in my head. Um, you know, I think the the we've been very gung-ho on some of these projects I had a few setbacks. And I think maybe, yeah, the team is sort of regrouping or or stepping back for a bit. And it helps to know that um that you know maybe it, that's the stage that we're in versus yeah. um, you know, complete abandonment. Yeah, especially for someone who's who in it. My sense here is that you're you're definitely a task person. Like he's like, okay, we we know what we need to do. Let's get it done. <laughs> and that's not such a bad thing, right? Um, and so when 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 those things, some things aren't moving forward, you're like, oh, what we're doing these tasks? Why aren't these things moving forward? Um, it can feel like stagnation, but in a sense, it might just be a pause rather than a stop. So, um, so I hope that helps, Kat. It does. Thank you so much. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much. Good luck with everything. Oh, people are sending up hearts. Thank you. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Isn't that cool? A little emoticons coming up. Okay. So let's see. I find this one interesting. So Kathy asked, I would love advice on how to deal with my mother-in-law. It has been difficult and I need tools to help me. We're each going to pull cards and we'll see what does Kathy need to know about her relationship with her mother-in-law and how she can make things better. Alrighty. So Kathy, um, as I kind of tune into your situation here, it it uh it feels like it's so strange. I feel like you're focused on her and you're listening when I mute. Okay, let me see if I can mute for you. We'll see. I don't know if I can do that for you. I'm trying. All right, she's having trouble with the unmuting piece. So while you're doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, Kathy. So it feels like you're open to hearing your mother-in-law, right? You're open to listening to what she has to say. Um, I feel it's this is the strangest thing. I feel like she's kind of turned away from you, but she's like she's distracted by something else. Um, so, so it doesn't necessarily mean that she's choosing not to listen to you, but there's something else going on around her that is keeping her from really engaging with you in a meaningful way. And it can be very challenging. And so sometimes, and this is not a prediction of anything, and it's not any kind of diagnosis of anything, but sometimes I pick up this kind of this dynamic when someone is not consciously there completely. So there might be some health challenges going on that, and again, it's not a prediction to be something you would know about, okay? There could be health challenges going on, maybe possibly some memory issues, there, there, or there's just something here where just mentally she's very distracted, that she, so she can't stay fully 
grounded, engaged with conversation and not realizing that that has an effect on people. Um, that's the kind of feeling I'm getting here. And I, I know I'd love to be able to validate that with you, Kathy, in some way. So I'm just, I'm not pulling cards around that. I'm just all, that's all I'm picking up. And so I'm, and if it doesn't make sense to you, maybe there's an element of that that makes sense. Um, so the, the bottom line is I wouldn't take it personally, even though it probably feels very personal. Um, that's the sense I'm getting here. And I'm not giving her a pass either, but <laughs> just saying, um, just, uh, there, there's an, there's something else going on here in the background. Is, okay, if that makes any sense, Kathy. Um, yeah, I was going to say that too. Um, Kathy says she tends to be narcissistic. Um, I kind of felt that there might have been a little bit of a tiny trait of that going on here. So, it, but the thing is, what it comes down to is nothing. It really has nothing to do with you. Like it's you're not doing anything wrong here. Okay, this I don't feel like that's happening. Um, and as I pull cards, I'm also seeing the same thing. Um, so, Anne, what do you have cards for that? I do, I do, yeah. and um, I'm seeing a little bit of what you're seeing. Uh, we got the five of worlds set back. Um, this would be the five of pentacles for anyone who is familiar with standard decks. I'm using the Voyager deck, um, but this is a card of setback in the physical. So I think um, narcissistic or not, uh, there may also be something going on that possibly is giving her cause for concern and um, increasing the negativity of her uh, responses. Yeah. Now, the other things that we have here, um, Four of Cups anger. It's not so much about anger, although I'll bet that there is um, a lot of that possibly on both sides. Um, but it's also about um, speaking your truth and speaking um, your needs and also setting boundaries. So I'm, it, it would be suggesting that um, you be very clear in a, in a kind and loving way, be very clear about boundaries and um, what your needs are in this relationship and ask what her needs are. Um, man of Wands actor and Man of Crystals inventor, this is telling me that you have what it takes to think about this differently and help the interactions. Uh, Nine of Wands integrity is here. This is um, a reminder to don't necessarily react to her um, as much as plan ahead for how you want, what you want from the relationship. And then use uh, the creativity of the man of crystals inventor to um, help bring that about. Crystals are like swords. So beliefs and communications. Um, and the last two cards really are hopeful. Uh, Six of worlds synergy, which is where things begin to come together. Things shift a little. And the fortune card, which would be the wheel of fortune in other other decks, things move forward. So I think as as bottom line kind of tools would be nine of wands integrity. Be prepared to take the relationship and individual conversations in the direct direction that you want to go, 
and try not to allow them to be controlled by her. Four of Cups, anger, set your boundaries, ask for ways, you know, what does she need from you and be ready to tell her what you need from her. Um, and then Man of Crystals, inventor, think of creative ways to work through this kind of conversation with her. And also, yeah, as Laura said, I'm looking down at the five of worlds setback. Um, keep in mind that there may be something else going on behind this behavior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did feel like something else. It felt very, very much not the focus of Kathy. Like they don't feel her. She might, I mean, it probably feels very personal to Kathy. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm pulling cards here that is telling you you're being emotionally worn down in some ways, right? So um, that's what I'm seeing here. But it, it, so it feels very personal. But from her mother-in-law's point of view, it feels like there's just something else kind of driving the the car here, and uh, that has nothing to do with Kathy. You know, so um, not that that helps sometimes if you know it's not personal. At the same time, it, yeah. So she said, "Okay, thank you so much." Yes, she comes to the house unannounced, tries to cause conflict. I truly appreciate this. Uh, thank you very much. Very helpful. Wonderful. Okay, good, Kathy. Great. So glad that was helpful. Wonderful advice from Anne. Thanks, Kathy. And uh, yes. Okay, so let me see what else. We got lots of questions here. <laughs> All righty. So Lynn asked, uh, can you give me some advice on my relationship with my brother? And how should I engage with him going forward? Hmm. Okay. All right. What does Lynn need to know about her relationship with her brother and how she should engage with him going forward? All right, Lynn, let's see what we have for you. And do we want to get Lynn on voice just to see if there's any sure. additional information she wants to give us? There we go. Hi, Lynn. Oh, hello. Welcome. <laughs> thank Hi. you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, thank you, Anne, too. Um, I, yeah, I just want to, you know, I originally put in another question, but since someone was asking about a family member, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really need to know about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I know the more specific the question, the better, right, Anne? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So why, why are you asking this question? Yeah, you know, just, um, you know, there's just been some issues with um, my relationship with my brother, and I'm not quite sure going forward how to engage with him um and what I should do you know going forward and I'm just um wondering if you can give me some insight into that I can't you know there's this there's this strange parallel not to say that you're in the same situation as um Kathy with her mother-in-law but this is there's an odd parallel happening here that I can't quite put my finger on very similar thing where it really there's something else going on with your brother that has actually nothing to do with you but it feels very personal and kind of hits hits right to the heart kind of thing um does that make sense a little bit were you getting a sense of that already with him yes okay I don't know what it is yeah yeah so let's let's see we, we may not know exactly what it is but maybe we can see how to how to help with this and what your next steps might be with him all righty because I don't I don't see you breaking it off with your brother, not speaking to him or creating that sort of boundary. Sometimes people do have to do that. I don't see that just yet with you. Um, so let's see where this is going. And did, did this, did I, um, 
did this come up in just in the past like six or seven months or something was that yes. this, okay yep. Yep. All right. Say, I don't. I don't feel this long term. I don't feel this being like an um, ongoing family dynamic that that you've been dealing with. No, not with me. No. Okay. Um, I I can't wait to see what Anne says. But this feels temporary to me. Okay. And so, so to and just like it to reflect what Anne said to Kathy before is to be clear about your own boundaries of what's acceptable and what's not. Um, you know, say you know. To maybe keep the connection with your brother, but you know, tell him when, how the best. If he's if he's not if he's if he is speaking with you in a way that's disrespectful, or you're feeling like it just feels like you need to be heard. Okay. Yes. Okay. And um and to reflect back to him, say no, we can talk about this, but maybe best to have you know speak in this way, or can we speak in this and that way, or at these terms, or whatever. Um, not not to control the situation, obviously, but more to set the clearer boundaries of the communication, what's acceptable for you, um, so that it's every it's clear for everybody what's what's being um, what the focus is of any conflict that might be happening. Um, but I, I see this moving on and things getting better between the two of you. Um, it's just, it's just something really like outside of your control and outside of um, your influence. It's something more on, on his side. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So Anne, what do you, what do you pick up around this? Yeah. Some of um, what these cards are showing is, is very similar. Um, let's see where to start. Okay, Ace of Crystals, brilliance. Again, crystals, swords, beliefs, communication. Um, Ace of Crystals is saying that there is potential here for better communication. And, you know, in some cases, this can be um, getting a better idea of where he's coming from, um, what his beliefs are around this situation between you. Um, Again, the boundary idea of, you know, I'll talk about this and we'll talk nicely and, but I won't, you know, go, I won't step beyond this. I do see this clearing as, as, as Laura did. I see the Wheel of Fortune card um, moving into the Eight of Crystals synthesis card, where the better communication and clarification of your, both of your beliefs about whatever the situation is, um, kind and caring conversation and clarity of understanding where each other is coming from, fortune moves forward into a better understanding, a synthesis of coming together. Okay. Uh, we, also have the, we also have the hermit here, which says, you know, when you need to step away, take time for yourself. You don't have to be engaged in this all the time. Um, and the bottom card here is, and always come from a place of love. It's the Ace of Cups um, love card. So no matter how the conversations and the situations are going, always let him know that you love him. Okay. And then final card. Well, yeah, we got two cards. The almost final card is the Six of Wands trust card. Um, that's generally about trusting the process and trusting that this will be moved through successfully. And when you said something is going on and, and Laura said she felt like something else was going on, I pulled a card for that. And I got the Woman of Worlds Preserver. 
So it would make me think, you know, we don't have time to have a whole big discussion about the situation, but it feels like if this is what's behind it, it could be a woman in his life causing him to be crazy. <laughs> or it could be his own inner feminine that needs to be expressed. It could be woman of world's preserver keyword. It could feel, he could feel like he's not being given what he needs to feel safe and secure. Lots of stuff like that could be what's behind this. Okay. Do you, do you get a sense it could be like a mental health issue? You know? Mm, I wasn't I wasn't picking that up necessarily, but it could be. It could it could be feeling, you know, there could be anxiety happening here, you know, based on feeling secure with something. Mm -hmm. Um but have, can I, let me just ask you this. Have you in the past when you, when you, you when you were younger, um, were you, was, were you the safe spot for your brother? Like were, were the two of you, like, was he, was he, did it always feel like a safe place to, for the both of you to talk, to share, to do all, you know, to, um, Oh, pretty much our whole life. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's, so that's kind of what I'm picking up here is that there's uh, my sense here is that in other parts of his life, he can't, he can't really be he has to sort of put a face on things um, that you're the safe place where he can sort of be going through this. And cause he knows that he, you will always have his back, even though, and sometimes the people that have that position in people's lives, they feel like they're getting the worst of, of that person, right. They get in the brunt yeah. of whatever they're going through, but right. the, 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 but the plus side is, is that in, on, on some level, he's seeing you as the safe person. And, okay. and that he can show the worst parts of him where he can't do that in other parts of his life. So okay. does that make it make you feel better? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But, but it might just show you that, you know, that at some point I just, I see you both coming back together and really appreciating how, you know, who you are for each other and being that safe spot for each other again. Um, but just knowing that he, you know, he, you're the, it, I know it sounds so odd to, to be in that position of seeing the worst in somebody and, and be, probably being one of their favorite people at the same time. So, right. Um, right. And yeah. Somehow, so, and somehow so. encourage him to be himself, that it's okay to be who he truly is in order to get his needs met. He doesn't have to pretend to be someone or something else that he is okay. okay to be himself. Okay. Yeah. Cause sometimes we do have to, we feel sometimes to feel safe in the world. Sometimes we have to put on a face that everything's okay and everything's great. And then this is part of us that you know, like if, if we're having anxiety or we're dealing with something, you know, emotionally, mentally or something, it, it has to come out somewhere. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah, so that's probably what, what you're dealing with. That's the sense that, that I'm getting too. So okay. hopefully, hopefully that helps. Hey, thank you so much. You're Appreciate very welcome. It. All right. Thank you, Lynn. I think we have time for maybe one more really quick reading. And Paula, you asked for, said, I would love a reading. Does my son have a message for me? Should I get the dog? Or should I be concerned with changes at work? <laughs> First of all, get the dog. It's always about the dog. <laughs> so, I would never say not get the dogs, but I'm I'm not going with that intuitively. I'm just going as a dog person. But uh, Anna, are you picking up anything around around uh, the dog situation with Paula? I would never not get the dog. Sometimes you just don't need another thing to care for. But let's see. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, one time I had 22 snakes, you know, <laughs> I didn't need another one. So I have the very peaceful four of swords uh, sitting on top of the lovers and the six of cups. So this would be saying, get the dog, because, well, if, there's an if here, if you feel that you could handle having a dog and remain peaceful, like a wonderful little sleeping owl in the Four of Swords. Um, if will not cause disruption, if you can handle it easily, then um, the lovers and the Six of Cups would suggest that uh, might be a very good, good relationship with this dog, good partnership with this dog, that would be the lovers, and that caring and sharing and love uh, could come about. But the if is important. If you can maintain the calm of the Four of Swords, then probably some benefits to the dog. I do see I see emotional healing with this dog as well. Um, a connection. It's, a, it's just this connection between the two of you. Um, if you decide that it's the right, right decision to make. Um, the work situation, I'm just going to go through really quick. I'm just, work looks okay to me. I was just going to, not to get too, too much into that, but I would say work seems okay. Um, I don't think, I'm, I'm not seeing any reason to be concerned here. I kind of see things smoothing out over time. So that's kind of what I'm getting here with that. Um, a little chaotic for a short amount of time, feeling like you're probably at the top of a roller coaster ready to go down <laughs> on the big, the very first drop on a roller coaster. But I see things evening out quite a bit. Um, uh, with the energy at work. So I think you'll ultimately be okay with, with the work situation. Um, they, yeah. they would, they would, and my cards confirm that. Uh, Seven of Wands shows, you know, some strife and stuff that has to be gotten through. But we move into the lovely balance of the Two of Pentacles. And the final card is our King of Wands. You know, things go back to feeling like, um, okay, you've got this and it's all good. And one last thing, um, I know we're running at the top of the hour. So unfortunately, I, I don't like to jump into mediumistic readings when we only have like a minute. So I hope, Paula, that you call back again and I'll give you more attention than just rushing through a connection at the for the last like 30 seconds of the show. I think you and your son deserve more than that. Please, please, please come back another time and we'll make sure that we get you on here. Okay, Paula? So hopefully that helps. And, and if you get the dog, let us know. We want to see a picture because Ann and I are both animal people. We need to see the animals. And um, good luck with work. It does look like it'll be okay. But thank you everybody for being here today. And thank you for listening and your questions. And if anybody would like to check into Ann's classes, you go to annhence.com. That's A-N-N-H-E-N-T-Z.com. She always has classes ongoing every month that are fabulous. Well, thank you so much, Anne. This has this as always is always a quick hour, and I, like I say, I always learn something as well. Well, that's great, and you know that I always love to be here. So, thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, and thank you everybody for being here today. And we'll see you again next month for the Tarot Hour. You can subscribe to the Intuitive Life Podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the program, please consider leaving a review so that others may find it and benefit as well. Also, you can stay informed about upcoming podcasts by following me on social media. I'm Intuitive Laura on Instagram and TikTok, or simply go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter at laurawooster.com. 
I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.